With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. 451 COVID-19 test results are in today. One person tested positive for SARS-CoV-2. That's the virus that causes COVID-19 disease. The individual is asymptomatic and was picked up through the screening program. Officials say contact tracing is underway. And right now, there are no hospitalizations for COVID-19. More than 21,000 tests have been conducted. We have 191 confirmed cases here to date, but no symptomatic cases at this time. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee is optimistic about what lies ahead based on what he's seeing from the data collected since Cayman saw its first COVID-19 case. I think that the fact that we've been testing all the while and the testing results are pretty much consistent, if not showing an improving trend. And one of the graphs that I have has shown a a downward trending line, which is really good, even though the mean value for positives hasn't shifted much. I'm really encouraged by that. And and we all clearly hope and we anticipate that that will continue, which is great news for the islands. And even though more and more businesses are reopening and we're seeing people out and about again, Dr. Lee seems relatively comfortable about where we are now and where we're heading. I'm not anticipating a rise in the numbers. That's why we've spent all this time being locked down in that we hope that what we're seeing at the moment is the tail ends of people's infections when we find positive people. We don't believe that we're finding people with de novo new infections on board. We're rather at the tail end of of, of their current, of, of a previous infection. CMO Dr. John Lee there speaking at Tuesday's COVID-19 briefing. The next briefing is scheduled for Friday. It may not have been business as usual, but Minister for Commerce, Planning and Infrastructure, the Honorable Joey Hugh, says his ministry continued to operate as such during the COVID-19 pandemic. As Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego reports, he says there is some good news to report out of these challenging times about the Department of Vehicle and Driver's Licensing. Commerce Minister Honorable Joey Hugh says as a result of COVID-19, only a few services have either reduced or stopped. And those were in-person services, which were unable to transition to an online platform. During Tuesday's COVID-19 briefing, Minister Hugh noted over the past three months, staff have processed a total of 10,181 vehicle license renewals. Of this number, 7,873 vehicles, or about 132 vehicles per day, were renewed online. This is proof that the the online system is safe and robust, and I'd like to encourage members of the public to continue utilizing this platform. DVDL will refine the online system to make it even more efficient and easy to use with the hopes that customers will not have to need will not have the need to return to the offices in numbers previously seen. During the same period, Minister Hugh reports, there were 2,288 vehicles renewed over the counter for essential personnel and for the elderly. The total number of drivers license renewed during the period is 1,686. The department is now finalizing procedures for the reopening of the written and driving tests and the public will be advised accordingly. In the meantime, if you have a learner's license that has expired, it can be renewed by completing the relevant form and emailing dvdl.helpdesk at gov.ky. And members of the public can also contact the DVDL at 945-8344 for information and queries. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. There are still a lot of questions out there about what businesses should and shouldn't do right now. Premier of the Honorable Alden McLaughlin says... A lot of that industry guidance is available online. 
Industrial-specific guidance is shared on the government website. The guidance has been developed to support the safe reopening of a number of areas coming online and includes guidance on babysitting for parents and primary caregivers, welcoming your child caregiver back into your home, guidance for the operations of early child care centers and summer camps, vacation Bible schools, which will come online on 5th July. And while our current test results are encouraging, the Premier says government will remain vigilant. We will continue with our plan of aggressively testing and will carefully monitor results as more people come back into the workforce and gather socially. The Premier also said there is a framework online for restarting contact sports on the 19th of July. Following on the Premier's remarks, the Ministry of Education, Youth Sports, Agriculture and Lands provides detailed guidance on the reopening procedures of all educational institutions, which have been closed since March 16th this year. Radio Cayman's Dion Anglin has more. Beginning on July 5th, 2020, all educational institutions and early childhood care education centers can reopen physical facilities in compliance with current COVID-19 safety protocols and procedures. That includes facilities such as schools, tutoring centers, preschools, daycare and nurseries. Seasonal youth programs such as vacation Bible schools and summer camps are also permitted to operate on-site physical facilities. The ministry says government schools remain closed as scheduled for the summer holidays and are currently set to reopen for the start of the 2020-2021 academic year. The Cayman Islands is now at suppression level two stage in its COVID-19 response. That means borders and immigration remain controlled with mandatory quarantine requirements. The disease is contained and although the risk of community transmission still remains, positive cases are restricted to sporadic outbreaks due to household transmission. At suppression level two, all children can attend schools, educational institutions, and early childhood care education centers, except for those who are sick, have any COVID-19 symptoms in isolation and are subject to contact tracing and waiting for the result of a COVID-19 test. If suppression levels regress to level three or higher, the government will make further directives as to whether to close educational institutions again and revert to distance learning or continue to keep them open under restrictive conditions. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Dion Anglin. If you're looking for the guidance document, it's available and online at gov.ky forward slash coronavirus dash education. MRCU stepping up its efforts to keep mosquitoes at bay. MRCU are aware and working hard to combat these aerial sprains occurred the north side and prospect red bay areas and will continue again across frank sound and the north side areas ground spraying continues as well in the white hall estates snug harbor smith road walkers road north sound estates and Bodentown areas. Health Minister the Honorable Dwayne Seymour says the recent upsurge is due to the above average tide and recent rainfall. I want to ensure the public that MRCU has been surveying and treating the product sites and emergent flying and biting mosquitoes throughout the COVID-19 pandemic. They have done so whilst and most importantly ensuring that personnel and staff adhere to all the proper precautions related to risks of COVID-19 transmission. Minister Seymour says over the past two weeks, the aerial program has serviced all three islands while working closely with airport operations. But he does note that the COVID-19 pandemic and high winds of late have impacted aerial and ground operations. That sometimes made spray operations impossible. Despite this, and in spite of COVID-19, personnel of the MRCU have been working in the field since mid-March to survey and control mosquitoes. 
They will continue to do so diligently until the current mosquito population return to a normal level. Health Minister the Honorable Dwayne Seymour. Police are calling on members of the public to help identify items seized during burglary investigations. The items include jewelry, rings, bracelets, chains and watches. They've posted photographs of these items online and if you can identify the item and prove you own it, contact DC Francisco Gomez at 926-2965 or DC Nakia Mendez at 916-1621. They're available weekdays between 9 a.m. and 7 p.m. In order to claim an item, you will need to provide proof of ownership. That could be receipts of purchase, serial numbers, or specific identifying descriptions that are unique to your properties, such as engravings. Detectives would also like to remind the public to ensure that their property is properly recorded at home. They say you should take pictures, include serial numbers, model numbers, scan or file away receipts, and make discreet markings or engravings when possible. They say it will make it a lot easier to claim your items if they're stolen. The Auditor General refused the efficiency and effectiveness of the Utility Regulation and Competition Office. Here's Radio Command's Corsley Fuller with the details. Alfreg is the independent regulatory authority in the Cayman Islands for local utilities and has been in operation since January 2017, merging the Electricity Regulatory Authority, the Information and Communications Technology Authority, the Petroleum Inspectorate, and part of the Water Authority. The Auditor General's office has raised concerns in the past about a lack of policies and procedures in place and the wasting of public money since it opened, prompting this performance audit. The report, a link of which can be found on the Radio Cayman Facebook page, says Alfreg has had, quote, difficult first few years with inconsistent leadership, limited governance and oversight, lack of strategic planning and direction, and a lack of understanding the funding it needed to perform its duties effectively. Issues that were mostly attributed to the, quote, merger being poorly managed. The board also was called out for a potential conflict of interest as the executive directors are members. The report from the Auditor General's office recommended changing the legislation to deal with that. The audit was unable to assess the efficiency and effectiveness of Alfreg as, quote, there were no performance measures in place for the regulator first year, and the 2018 measures focused on operational activities rather than service delivery or the impact of regulatory decisions. The audit goes on to show that in its first two years of operation, Offreg spent $1.5 million on consultants and $375,000 on official travel. There were a number of weaknesses identified in the report in relation to spending, resulting in, quote, poor value for money in these areas. Spending on consultants and travel reduced, quote, significantly in 2019, and policies and procedures are now in place to control spending. According to the report, Offreg also spent $355,000 leasing a property it never moved into. The Auditor General's report goes on to point out the need for formal regulatory impact assessments and the development of a full set of consumer protection regulations going forward. Since 2019, a new chief executive officer has been appointed, and the Auditor General, Sue Winspear, says she's pleased to note that work is being done to address many of the issues Offreg faced in its early days. Reporting for Radio Cayman News, I'm Carsley Fuller. The Caribbean Tree Planting Project aims to mitigate climate change by planting one million trees. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Solens has more. Why has the Caribbean Tree Planting Project set the ambitious goal of planting a million trees? Because it's been determined um, by scientists and the United Nations that doing so is really the most proactive way that we as citizens can address climate change. The Cayman Islands CTPP team leader, Paula Lombardo, explains how trees play a pivotal role in fighting climate change. Trees 
absorb that carbon that is being released uh, and other greenhouse gases that are causing climate change. So it's really a simple way to tackle a very dire situation that we're in with climate change. Ms. Lombardo also wants to encourage others in the Cayman Islands to develop a green thumb because of Cayman's lack of food security. So recently, Forbes magazine did an article about food security in the Caribbean. And I think this pandemic made that issue much more obvious to everyone, you know, that, wow, what happens if those ships stop carrying goods to our islands? And it's a a really scary thought. For Ms. Lombardo, a passion for horticulture will grow once you begin to nurture your plants. You can do it with beans and tomatoes and cucumbers and melons and papaya. If you do it once successfully and you take that time and put the care in, and you get those results, then you're more likely to do it continually. If you're interested in testing your gardening skills, enter the Caribbean Tree Planting Competition. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Rankin-Solins. You can find out more by visiting the Caribbean Tree Planting Project on Instagram and Facebook. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.